Hi, hello, my name is Carl Kazana and what you're about to watch and listen to is uh, the first ever episode of Cold Calling. Uh, it's a pilot episode, it's a brand new podcast where I, Carl Kazana, the comedian, will phone up friends of mine, other comedians, people like that, and I will interview them without them being aware that they're being interviewed. So the idea, sorry. The idea being that you, the public, get to experience these comedians in a way that they that you've never seen them before, where they are unguarded and unaware that they are actually engaging in an interview. In the end, I decided not to progress with this idea because I was worried that in doing so, I would uh, use up a lot of the goodwill that I had established with my friends. In this episode, uh, the comedian Alex Mason uh, was, was so eager to be interviewed that even though he was suspicious about the whole thing he very quickly got into the mindset of talking about himself and um, talking about how great he is so I thought it was it would be a shame not to share this first episode uh, so without further ado I give to you the first episode of Cold Calling with Mr Alex Mason. Hey mate, how's it going? Good, good, good. I, I had my phone connect to my speaker, I was blasting some music, and then the robot voice couldn't say your name properly. Really? What, Kazan like, or Carl? Yeah, we're going, Carl Kazanka, and I was like, <laughs> I, I don't think that's how you say a robot lady. That is the story of my life, that it's always happening to right. me. What, uh, what can I help you with? I was, I was going to ask you, uh, you did a charity walk recently, uh, sorry, a charity fire walk recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could you just tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, is, is this for a bit, or are you doing one yourself? Oh no, I was just uh, just interested to hear a bit more about it. Yeah, basically, it's um, so what they do is they just set a bunch of coal alight, yeah, and then um, take it down. It's I'll tell you what, it's I think it's weird because everyone else kind of bought into it and was like, oh, it's so scary. I was like, well. He does this every week, and I haven't had to sign a waiver, so I don't think there's any danger here. But it's basically just like walking. Have you ever have you ever been to like a water park in a hot country? Uh, yeah, uh, twice. You know, you know when like and like the 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 bits of concrete that are in the sun get ridiculously hot. Yeah, and you kind of end up doing a kind of <laughs> kind of little run across them. Yeah, so it's like that, that's what that's what it's like, basically. Well, it sounds quite nice, actually, in a way. It's good, man. I mean, it's. I think because I because I kind of figured that out in my head. I wasn't worried, but I think for everyone else, like the main part of it was before we did it, um, like the guy running it did like a little motivational seminar thing, and basically being like, kind of he did the whole thing of like everyone shut their eyes and like go into what your body language is if you're really sad or upset and like go to what your body language is like when you're really happy and confident and they're like oh well, you need to hold yourself with confidence and when you're about to go on the firewalk you'll hear a voice in your head going don't do it don't do it and you know what you have to say to that voice is shut the f up and just do it so i think for most i think for most people it was like a very good positive experience for me i was just like i feel like the training could have been just do it quickly yeah, don't linger. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all it was. But it was fun, and it looked good. And as I, I think I'm just being invisible bastards. Cause, I mean, I, 
I, I don't want to be one of those guys that, that equates everything to stand-up. But it was one of those things I was thinking, well, I'm quite used to three or four times a week, like, standing about to go on stage, and there is part of you that goes, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? Just that part of you that's like, oh, God, here we go. Like, so I think I'm quite used to just, like, going, like, well, no, fuck it, let's just do it. As you described it, I was thinking that is good uh, sort of frame of mind to go into stand up with. So I think you're right. Yeah, and to, actually, I'll be honest. I, like, actually, that whole kind of thing of just like listen to that voice that says that thing about, or like I'm scared, just go like shut up. I think that's, and again, I knew this anyway, but kind of just like walking on stage, at least looking vaguely confident. Yeah. Or kind of it's it's or even not confident. It's just that. Just the kind of... I think relaxed you don't have to, is the you, term that I use. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, you don't want to necessarily be like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you. Just kind of like, oh, you like that? This is, this is quite normal. Yeah, I think things as well. Like, I, I don't know about you, but I love doing stand-up. The one bit of stand-up I don't like is just starting. Yeah. Although you're, you're good at pointing out something in the room or kind of having a bit of a chat. I just never know what to start with. Yeah, it actually leads me on quite nicely to my next question, which is what was your first gig? What was my first gig? Yeah. Are you? Why, why are you interviewing me, Carl? I'm not. I'm just. I just. I realised that we don't really speak on the phone much, so I just thought I'd ring you up and ask you a couple of questions. This, this feels intense. I feel like you're going to publish an article in a couple of weeks. They're going to be like that bastard. He took. He took quotes out of uh, our <laughs> No, I was just wondering uh, what your first gig was. No, that's, that's a good point, though, actually. I'm, I am terrible at phoning up friends. And then I'll be like, oh, I haven't spoken to that person in a year. It's, it's really bad. Yeah. My, my first gig was um, one of those... Uh, do you remember Henry? Yeah, I do. He he ran, like, a, um, uh, a gig with the Student Radio Society in Room 76, whatever it was called. At the, at the University of Sussex campus. No, that was like the, the one in the. Oh, go on. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that was that was your first time doing stand up. Yeah, which it was actually looking back it was quite because it wasn't like an open mic, which I think most people's first gig is. And actually, I don't have a recording of it in my head. It went very well. I'm sure if I listen to it now, I'd consider it a bit of a bomb. But you know, when you start and like any laughter, you're like, oh my god. Well, yeah, because you're still trying to figure out if you want to do it, you know, how you would do it. Like, if you get even just a small laugh, which in comparison to now, you'd be like, oh, that was then maybe sort of being polite. You think, oh, this is great, I'm going to yeah. do it. It's weird that ego that comes out, isn't it? Like, because I like to think I'm all like, oh, you know, I'm just gigging and stuff. But when you t- there is sometimes you want to show like, yeah, this is how it's done, baby. Well, speaking like, of... You- sorry. Oh, go on, go on. No, no, okay. uh, I was going to say, speaking of ego, can you describe your style of comedy? Are you sure you're not interviewing me? Yeah, I'm just having a quick... Why, does it feel like an interview? <laughs> like, the, your first question was, what was your first gig? And that was, can you... I feel like I'm doing a, 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 an interview thing. It's, it's fine, but it, just, it also feels like you're looking down and you, you've got questions prepared. No, I just thought we'd have a quick sort of catch-up and, you know, see see what's... So it was good. So, I mean, can can you describe uh, your style of comedy? Uh, uh, I, I mean, I always hate this. You know, like when you do some shows and they're like, "Oh, can you can you give us a bio?" Yeah. 
Yeah, I tell the audience that I've written it myself. Like, oh, gee. well, particularly if the MC reads it out word for word, you're like, you kind of send it, and you think, well, maybe they'll pick like pick and choose a bit of it. But like, when they're like, Carcassonne takes uh, the minutia of everyday experiences and spins them skillfully into well-crafted, te- like, you have to sort of acknowledge it and be like, yeah, I wrote that. Well, that's the worst. I meant I, that is the worst when they read it out on stage. I, I was thinking more when they put it up on like social media or the website and you're like well I get it you need that but mm. I kind of when it, someone's introduced me I always get when they're like oh do you want me to say anything when I introduce him like to say Alex Mason I don't really care uh, but how I describe it I don't know kind of autobiographical confessional shit I don't, how would you describe yours the, the minutiae of everyday life well, I that's probably what's written in my uh, bio, but I would describe mine as um, like a, a likable, naive, persona-driven um, hour of excellence mm. crammed into ten <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I do, I do like the naive. Um, then I, I, what should I? How I described your stuff once. It was kind of similar. It was like kind of it. It is that kind of taking everyday things and just that kind of naive, slightly savant angle on it. Yeah, I'd like Um, to sort of operate within the sort of sphere of like normal stand-up, but with like a bit of a sideways look at it, hopefully. Um, Yeah, a little bit off off beat. I'm trying to think of just like, again, how I'd write and it's just everything. Maybe it's just because we're too close to it. It feels gross when we try and describe what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, well, and it feels like uh, I'd, I'd say yours is like quite kind of long form as well. I wouldn't. It's it's not like to say it's not set up punch sounds like a, an insult, but like it's not like you're going here's a series of jokes, but it like it's not a narrative either. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I mean it, I always I actually if anything I'm trying to do it less like I because I'm always like what's the narrative of the set and it kind of needs to make sense like as a journey. What I've realised recently is the audience doesn't really care. <laughs> just, just do your best routines, and as long as they don't actively go against each other, like in one you're saying my girlfriend, and the next you're going I'm so single or something like that. Yeah, yeah, those are two classic jokes of yours. I really like those. Uh, your girlfriend versus um, single joke. <laughs> Um, I'm, my girlfriend is is a lovely lady that does not exist because so, I'm a man of the road. So Alex, what? And... Oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't realise you. Go on. I, I was just going to say, what advice would you give to someone starting out in comedy now? You are interviewing me, aren't you? Uh, well, if if an interview is a friend phoning another friend and asking them a series of questions, then I suppose yeah. But um, literally, I just thought, haven't spoken to Alex in a while, I thought I'd get his take on, you know, what advice he would give to somebody starting out in, in comedy now. I, can't, I honestly can't work out if you're just a strange man or if you're fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe both. I, I, was just... I also mean, maybe it's both. Maybe it's the... Uh... I don't, are you, you're not. You've not started a blog, have you? And this has all been recorded. <laughs> uh, no, I've not started a blog. 
Okay, well, what have you started then? Is this a secret recording podcast? Um, no, I'm just phoning to see what advice you would give to somebody. I feel, I feel like it's you know when you watch like old crime dramas and like there's there's a guy that's got a wire on. <laughs> and like you're trying you're trying to like lead me into saying that I'm selling coke or something <laughs> I can see why you think that yeah that's, um, I mean I, I, you are you are you are uh, uh, what do they call them in the crime mob you're a rat <laughs> and I'm I'm the big copper drug baron what would advice I give um, Gigalot don't care what don't care what other comics think of you is that because I, I Something I've always, and only recently I've forced myself to be like, but you know, sometimes, uh, sorry, sorry, my head is, uh, <laughs> time, not here at the moment. I'm very tired and can't think straight. Um, like, you know, I, I sometimes get in my own head with trying new material and stuff. If there's like people I respect in the room, I don't want them to think I'm shit and just bombing with some mad shit. Carcassonne. But what you realize is other comics just generally, unless you went up and did some bizarre racist rant. They don't really care. Yeah, the other kind is probably not listening either. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and I'd, say I'd, be, I'd say don't be scared with bombing and get used to bombing as quickly as possible. Um, just write a lot of new stuff. What, what would your advice be? Uh, to somebody starting out in comedy now, um, probably uh, do the, uh, the stand-up that you think is funny rather than trying yeah. to find out what people think is funny because I don't think that's a, I mean, that's ever going to work, really. Um, yeah. Alex, what's your best joke? <laughs> Do you have these questions in front of you, prepared? No, it just came to mind. What I was just wondering what your best joke is. Um, what's my best joke? Um, I feel like, and I think this is another good piece of advice, because I... I got so obsessed with, once I wrote the, the first couple of bits, which I thought were great, I got to in my head about, um, like, perfecting them and getting them right. But I found, like, actually, every new bit I write, I think is the best thing I've done. Uh, um, classic Alex Mason quote, everything I write is the best thing I've done. <laughs> well, no, but, like, every, like the, every new thing I've written, I'm, like, I'm excited about it. I feel like I'm using a lot more skill. There's more texture to it. Like I found at the moment, like, because I think when I started, it was more, it it was like kind of singular jokes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas now at the moment when I'm writing, it's either a story or like a weird premise that I then talk about for a while. Like, because I, I don't think you've seen me, like, I've got a story at the moment about going to the football with my dad, yeah. which is quite good. But then I've also got, a, I've got a bit at the moment about wholesome lesbian TikTok, which, um, Basically, you're on you're on TikTok, aren't you? I, I TikTok occasionally, yeah. You know when you like watch videos and it just keeps feeding you what you want to see. Basically, for ages, I was just getting like videos where it was um, lesbian couples. They shared an account and they were just doing wholesome things. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, so kind of deconstructing why why that was. I found quite. Funny. Yeah, I'd say one of those is probably act the bit that I have the. Um, which is kind of my banker is the bit about um, um, dating and like saying how this woman thought I was I was gay and they're like no you're being seduced and then the whole bit after that because I think they're all strong jokes but they're all quite different. Yeah, 
I do. I've I've already seen you do that bit, but I don't know if I've seen the newer bits. Recently. Yeah, I don't think you've seen it. What, what do you think your best bit is? Um, I used to do a bit about football that used to quite consistently get a round of applause. Uh, mm-hmm. So that I think for a while was my best bit. Uh, there's a bit that I've only done once, but I would say is my favourite thing. Um, but it's a bit antagonistic of the audience where I, you know, when you go out and the comedian's like, oh, I look like Sue Perkins, but they've let themselves go, you know, insert celebrity here. Like I've, well, like I said, I've only done it once, but I started doing this thing where I go out and I do that joke, but I've made up the celebrity. And so the, the audience don't know who it is. So I'll be like, oh, no, what you're thinking, ladies and gentlemen, Chester the Blame Bridge has let themselves go. And then I sort of berate them for that a minute or two for not knowing who Chester the Blame Bridge is. Uh-huh. Well, that, that brings me on to my last question, Alex. Um, who are your comedy influences? Honestly, if you publish this, <laughs> I will be not surprised, but... I, I was thinking that after this question, I'd be like, oh, and by the way, Alex, I have been recording this. I was like, you know, what are you? Is this going to be using? I didn't know. If, I didn't know if I was talking to a friend or if uh, I was talking <laughs> to, a, to a journalist from the Times. Yeah, I mean, it, even before I'd asked the first question, it's surprising how quickly you went into interview mode. Like, <laughs> well, I was, I was kind of. This just seems odd. It was an odd. <laughs> normally, normally when friends, and maybe this is because you don't actually have any friends. You yeah. don't know, but normally when friends call each other, it's more like, oh, so how's, how's your mum and dad? How's work going? Yeah. Any, how's your head? Are you, what are you doing for Christmas? Yeah. I like the idea that you're just like a comedy robot that all, <laughs> all he can